Welcome to the Bad for Business podcast, brought to you by the Founders Fund. The Bad for Business podcast uncovers the real unfiltered stories behind the success of unconventional, disruptive, and downright bad for business entrepreneurs. I'm your host and badass entrepreneur in charge, Vivian Kay. If you're interested in joining a community of bad for business women identifying founders who also get access to funding, mentorship, and education for your business, visit us at foundersfund.ca to become a member. In this special end of season episode, the Founders Fund team is here to talk about our experiences in business, answer your questions about 2021 memberships, and share what we're building for you in 2021. Take a listen. Hello, everyone. This is a special episode of the Bad for Business podcast because I got my squad, my Founders Fund squad with me, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I'm going to start with my, my the main girl, the home girl who made, who's making this, who started this, who has an idea and made it into a thing, Miss Sheena Brady. Go ahead, girl. Hey, Bill. Thanks for that intro. Yeah. So tell so- me what your name is. You got to tell me what your name is, what you do, and that okay and that <laughs> yeah absolutely so i'm the founder of the founders fund which is always kind of a i don't know a funny thing to say out loud uh, because obviously it's taken so many incredible humans in our extended community to to really make it what it is today but initially we started out as this modest give back program under my company tc so my first business that i founded because, you know, while we were uh, giving away to different organizations that empower women, either product or financial support, um, we felt that it was a little bit hollow, meaning we weren't able to accurately track the impact of our contributions. And at the end of the day, like that was really important to us. Where was the money going? Where was the product going? How was it creating a positive impact? And at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't our money that uh, was being contributed to these programs. It was actually our customers who were buying our tea at TST, right? And we just felt this due diligence to want to uh, create something a bit more meaningful for them. When we say we empower women, like, what does that mean? It's not some trendy, you know, tagline or anything like that. And so we built this modest program called the Founders Fund. This was back in, back in, oh my gosh, not that long ago, in early 2019. And we challenged successful entrepreneurs and said, what are you doing to pay your success forward? Can you contribute the currency of time and help mentor uh, the next generation of budding entrepreneurs? Or can you contribute the, cur- uh, the currency of uh, money and help fund some of these uh, women identifying entrepreneurs? And so because I fundamentally believe that we all have in our DNA, this desire to want to pay our success forward. Uh, As we all know, the Founders Fund has really blown up and become something bigger uh, than I could have ever imagined or dreamed. And it's since become its own social enterprise, its own company, which we've done intentionally to make sure that we can try and be here for the long term. And, you know, I'm proud to share that um, because of the way, you know, we've been architecting this from Pretty much day one, we've been able to support over 500 women uh, across the country to gain access to mentorship for their business. And we just successfully distributed over $100,000 across 18 companies since 2019. And in terms of- Snaps for that. Snaps for that. Snaps for that. 
That's nice. And in terms of what I do, uh, you know, day to day for Founders Fund, I really try to focus on our strategic partnerships, um, specifically bringing on sponsors and funders and high level business development and, and leadership strategy. And that's a little bit about me. Okay. Well, thank you, Sheena. Thank you for joining me today. Next up, we've got Amanda. Amanda, tell us who you are and why you came to Founders Fund. Hello, Viv. I also just want to point out before I get into that, that yes, Sheena teaches pitching to the Founders Fund community because that was just so flawless the way that she just did that. Absolutely. Um, I might have said it a few times. Just a couple times. Yeah, just a couple times. That's all right. Yeah. So my story of coming to the Founders Fund is interesting because I was leaving a career in social impact, working at a social impact marketing agency for five years. I loved it there. I loved my community there. I loved learning about social impact and profit and purpose and how that works together. And, and truth be told, like I wasn't really looking for a change. Um, and, and I saw Founders Fund was looking for some help, kind of just getting like getting everything organized and getting everything, uh, this big idea into to bring it to life. And I was just like, hell yeah, this sounds exactly like the type of thing I want. It's helping women. It's doing it in a really scrappy way. And um, the person leading it is just incredible. So uh, yeah, that's kind of how I came to the Founders Fund, which is hilarious in retrospect, because I always say that I, I thrive in chaos and those are the environments I that I'm drawn to. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I went from like a startup. So the, the social purpose marketing agency that I was at was was definitely like a small crew, 30 people, very startup mentality. So I went from like that where I was like, okay, like startup vibes to holy fuck, like ground zero startup vibes. So it, it was, it was like, yeah, I felt like it was like the next level in the video game of life where it's like, oh, you think that you did okay there? Let me throw you into something a little harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been incredible building everything with the team. And it's really hard to describe, I think, what all of our roles are in the company because I mean, it's everything. It's um, initially like my focus was on programming and how to deliver that in a really accessible way to all of our members. And it's become like, I've become close with all the members and, and helping with them like, strategic help when it comes to their purpose strategy. Obviously, social purpose is still a big part of my contribution to Founders Fund. And I now actually have joined the TST team as well. So we are running businesses and building businesses and helping others to build businesses. Um, So yeah, that's like the very high level of what we do and how I came to the Founders Fund. Okay. Okay. Fiery, fiery, chaotic. Okay. I like it. I can dig it. And my homegirl Chizoba, introduce yourself and tell us why you came to Founders Fund. Hey everyone, um, I am Chizoba. I joined Founders Fund as a program manager. And honestly, I wanted to join a company that was purpose driven. Um, I spent my past four years in university um, being a student leader, a part of organizations that were really driven but they were really driven to um, increase equity, diversity, and inclusion at our campus. So I found that Founders Fund was honestly like the perfect fit of all of that. And like, I didn't think that I would find a place to work like this. And I have to give a shout out to my friend who actually showed me this job opportunity. Um, she spoke so highly of the Founders Fund. So that's another factor that encouraged me to apply for this job opportunity. And at Founders Fund, they provide the kind of support and um, the kind of impact that I was really looking for in a workplace. And um, in my role as a program manager, I provide 
um, program support and I provide community engagement to our founders. And I am currently also working um, to schedule programming for our 2021 year. And I'm really excited for that because I just see I just see everything that's going on behind the scenes and I'm so excited for founders to really, you know, make their year and make their business as successful as possible with everything that Founders Fund is doing. And I'm really, really enjoying it. <laughs> that's Beautiful. a great answer. Sheena, we, I think that deserves. <laughs> some more snaps? <laughs> some snaps. Snaps. <laughs> I was going to so say, and I feel like Chizofa is also being a little bit modest because she's the producer behind this entire podcast. No big yeah. deal. Your first podcast. And there's so many people that have told me uh, since listening that it is such a well professionally edited uh, and, and content curated podcast you've been you've been killing it so don't need that important part out snaps girl. snaps girl. snaps and I also want to I want to add to that that uh when Chizoba joined she did not have podcast experience we were just kind of like hey could you google how to help us get this podcast to life so <laughs> extra snaps is there something bigger than a snap I guess that's a clap it's a clap but is that a clap is that a full-on okay I don't think that's going to be clap. good for audio yes. yeah I'll settle down but we could do we could do well, the thank silent you. yay yeah let's just we could just do that yay <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm like raising the roof for those who can't see well I'm raising the roof anyway there you go <laughs> not awkward at all and Vivian of course last but not least what is it that you do at Founders Fund? Oh, girl, I am the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I am the vibe. I um, I am. I guess you could say community. I'm, I'm. I connect with other founders. Um, you know, I embody. I think we all do embody that bad for business mentality. Uh, I host uh, a lot of the digital events. Of course, I'm your host for this podcast. Um, I'm basically the vibe. I'm the bad for business vibe, and um, you know, I help Chizoba with some. Um, I, I guess you could say I'm the. I'm the vibe. I guess that's the only way to describe it. Yeah, I think that's just really the best are. way to describe it. You definitely are because anybody who has had the pleasure of being interviewed by you, whether it's in a podcast or, uh, you know, last year you hosted so many of our mentorship sessions, uh, everyone always leaves feeling like they've just had the best experience connecting with you. And you do an incredible job of, of bringing out an honest, authentic and vulnerable side of so many of our guests and our mentors that are part of the podcast or our mentorship sessions. And uh, yeah, you definitely bring the vibe as like our digital, I just call you our digital like moderator, but that sounds so boring. Yeah, right? that's, that's why I'm just like, I'm the yeah. vibe. I'm just going to do that. I'm yeah, the vibe. Perfect. perfect. Okay. Let's talk about experiences as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, or in your career. Let's, let's, you know what? I'm going to ask uh, Amanda. Just, you know, I'm going to ask Amanda, Amanda, yeah. like, what has your experience been like? I guess you're more of a intrapreneur. Would you, I, would you say that? Well, I did have a business and I did actually you have did? a, it's very funny. So, um, because I know all of our individual stories pretty well, I I'd like to say that we all kind of had moments way before founders fund that we were doing very founders fundy things. Uh, it's almost like our paths have all aligned to this, but yeah, I, I ran a business in 2017, um, like a skincare line, a natural skincare call, line called Witch in the Wild. Uh, and it was very scrappy. Uh, I did everything myself. It was very, uh, it was very interesting, my first business. But the funny thing about it too, is I was running a monthly session, a monthly meetup of other women 
that own businesses. We'd meet at Make Lemonade in Toronto, Rachel Kelly's beautiful co-working space. And I was actually the first member there. And this is why Rachel and I connected so much. Uh, and yeah, and we would come together and we would um, we would have like a mentor brought in to host a session on marketing or finance or PR. And there would be snacks and chatting and there would be like a lot of, you know, venting and celebration. It was a mini founders fund. And it was so funny because I remember getting home from those wild collective is what I called it, those wild collective sessions and saying to friends in my family, I was like, I feel like I never want to sleep again. Like that just energized me so much, so much more than any other area of my business had. Uh, and so it was funny when I found Founders Fund, I was like, oh my God, this is just wild collective done on a big scale. Um, so yeah, so I, I was a entrepreneur. I am a very opinionated and bossy employee. So I'm kind of like an entrepreneur. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that has been my experience. And I've always worked in startups. I've always worked in very innovative kind of rebellious places. Uh, so yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, today I learned. Today I learned. Sheena. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> so uh, uh, What's been your experience as an entrepreneur? Like what's like, what's, yeah. it, been? what's it been like? So mine started at a very early age. I didn't have like the typical, you know, entrepreneurial childhood where, you know, I had businesses as a child or anything like that. But uh, my mom dabbled in entrepreneurship when I was a little girl and she opened up a home salon. And so that is like my first idea of what entrepreneurship could look like. Um, you know, her story is, is the one that unfortunately doesn't, you know, end with the happiest ending. She struggled for, uh, with bankruptcy a few short years later. And I think like that really kind of propelled a lot of my money mindset when looking at capital to run a business, um, and accessing the resource and support and community that you need to run a business effectively, especially as a, as a woman entrepreneur. Um, and so that was probably like when I first very early on, also my dad, um, has always been a self-employed independent contractor, basically. Uh, he's never worked for anybody but himself. And so in a lot of ways, um, that is the only environment that I really saw or knew growing up. Uh, so I think that's why it was a very natural gravitational path when I had an opportunity to start my own business, because I had just seen both my parents uh, separately just launch themselves into their own business and throwing all caution in the wind. And I kind of did the same thing. I just I started my business with $500 in a Shopify store back in 2013. And now here we are with customers in over 30 countries as a, you know, continuously growing seven figure e-commerce company. Uh, and it's just been, it's been a wild journey with a lot of ups and downs. And I still say to this day, I only know what I'm doing half the time and we haven't had everything figured out since day one, but we've been learning since day one and that's what we all do. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I have to jump in here and say something about Sheena's style of leadership and the way that she runs businesses, because it's so different from the way that I ran Witch in the Wild. And the reason why Witch in the Wild was no longer a thing after two years is Sheena will jump off every opportunity cliff is what I'm going to call it, uh, because she will chase after every opportunity for the business. She's like all chips in every single time. Uh, when I was running my business, I was trying to do it off like the hundred extra dollars that I had for my paycheck every month and I wouldn't go into debt for it. And I just thought if I can just work hard enough, I can make it happen. And that is just so not the case when you're trying to grow and scale something and make it big. And I just want to point out that Sheena 
did grow and scale and make it big because she was jumping off those big, scary opportunity cliffs. So I just want to point that out about Sheena's story because I think that it's really valuable. I appreciate that. I, I definitely jump, I, I definitely jump off of so many opportunity cliffs. Like that's a really good way to put it to a fault sometimes. But I also think on the flip side, uh, Fortunately, it's worked out in my favor more than not working out, which is great. And there's definitely been some scary moments like we've talked about before, you know, like draining my entire down payment for a mortgage, not once, but twice, you know, compromising and risking everything from my daughter's like RESP fund to our mortgage to, you know, every investment that we have to help fund purchase orders. Um, Yeah, it's definitely been a pretty wild, rocky, risky journey, but it's, it's led, it's definitely led to our success and growth to where we are today. It's been a ride. That's for sure. That's so interesting. Cause I like to describe myself as jumping off cliffs with, without a parachute, or if someone throws a parachute at me, I catch it and then I figure it out on the way down. I love so that. It's so interesting that you're like the, and I think that's just the, that's what being an entrepreneur is. And that's mm-hmm. why everyone can't be an entrepreneur because it is some of the riskiest shit. Mm-hmm. you could ever do and I would say oh, next boy. to motherhood it's the hardest thing ever it's the hardest oh, thing I so agree you have to be like a little bit actually crazy to be you have to like the, the most I like success- to say <laughs> yeah yeah it's so true the most the, the most inspiring entrepreneurs are so crazy and and I, I know I don't think that's like the most appropriate word to be using crazy but it's just the one that's coming to mind but like look at Richard Branson he is so crazy like he's actually, I met him in person once and I was like, you are actually off your freaking rocker. But like, I get why you're so successful too. It's just that like that mindset, risky mindset and putting it like above everything else because you just believe so passionately in the opportunities and you're willing to do whatever it takes to pursue them. Emotionally risky and financially risky because oh, emotionally absolutely. risky, I'm talking about getting your ego bruised up, having people think that you're like, crazy or there's something wrong with you or isolating yourself from family and friends. Like, I think that when we talk about risks, we talk about more than just financial risk because everybody thinks about business as transactional. It is so much more emotion than finance. And so I think it's important to talk about the emotional risks you take as an entrepreneur as well. Absolutely. Okay, Chisova. So (laughs) you're the newbie of the group and you see there are two entrepreneurs at, well, two and a half because Amanda kind of, she, she jumped off and then she kind of said, nope, she noped out, but, uh, but, you know, but she still joined, you know, the crazy squad. So how do you feel? Like, do you feel like you're the, uh, you know, you're the person that's coming and making sure we have parachutes? Are you making sure that the cliff is secure? Like, how do you see yourself here? I think my role here at Founders Fund is really being able to provide that some support and that foundation that allows Founders Fund as a community to grow and actually to thrive. Um, I feel like in my past roles, I've always had that very leadership role where um, I had to make sure that things were executed properly in order for the team to be successful in whatever projects they're doing. And I really see that that is my role here at Founders Fund. I provide support, I believe, to everyone. <laughs> and I am able to ensure that a lot of the things run smoothly here for our team and not only for our team, but also for the people that are within our communities. Um, you know, for the, for example, the founders and the mentors and the funders. I'm really able to provide whatever support that they need to make sure that their business runs smoothly as well. So I would say that I am the parachute. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just going to jump in and I say that you are, you are 100% the parachute because yeah, no matter how risky and crazy any entrepreneur is, they are nothing. They cannot grow to become anything significant unless they have the incredible support of people like you building the foundation and being our parachutes along the way so that we land safely, right? <laughs> Manchazoba, yeah. I wish that made for a cooler nickname because I would love to just call you parachute, but it just doesn't parachute. sound as cool. It it's just not it a cool word. No, no hey, it doesn't. parachute. No, it just doesn't. Uh, it doesn't but <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about let's talk about some you know some cliff things like some 2021 experience because 2020 was an interesting year am i right am i right it was an interesting year so we're gearing up for 2021 and uh, i'd love to talk about how each member feels about the value in each one of the things that we're offering to them uh, and why is this something that would be beneficial to um, like to their experience as an entrepreneur i'm going to start with amanda yeah, I'm really excited about Founders Fund in 2021. So uh, in 2021, the programming is just going to be next level. I'm really excited about it. So we're going towards a more structured accelerator program. So we've pretty much split up our programming into two categories, supplementary and then core programming. Supplementary programming is essentially anything that applies to every leader from every industry, every growth stage. So that's going to be things like diversity and inclusion training. We're going to have our social purpose training in there to iron out your social purpose strategy, how to make profit off of purpose and vice versa. Um, we're also going to have like some really great mental health supports specifically for entrepreneurs because it's a different game. It's a different lifestyle. You need different supports. Uh, and then in our core programming, we're still going to come at it from the bad for business kind of delivery. And by that, I mean, I always tell mentors when they get brought on, I'm like, hey, if you swear in regular life, feel free to swear. Like this is not a pantsuit wearing business club of like, you know, degree having people. These are just people with innovative businesses trying to do really incredible things. So come to us as you are. So we're going to have those people delivering on core programming topics that are specific to your growth stage of business. So that's things like finance, marketing, legal, operations, all the stuff that you need to know to actually make your business work and scale. Uh, but it's going to be specific to your stage of growth. So if you're a startup, we're going to give you like, here's the 101 of what you need to know about your finances. If you're a little bit further along, we're going to be like, great, you got like the basics down of your finances. Let's grow on that. Let's get deeper into like what this all means, how to do projections and all that good stuff. So I'm really excited about the programming this year. I'd actually love to know if any one of you guys has like any insights or additions on that or how you guys feel chizoba has been rallying all of our mentors so i'd love to know how chizoba feels um i'm very excited um while i was going through scheduling and coordinating all of the sessions i was reading up on the bios of the mentors that we actually have and i'm just like wow these are serious people you know like these people have big names so i was really excited to even just have the uh, um, opportunities to just sit in on those sessions and learn from them. I, I find that it's going to be very, very valuable for our founders. And I'm really excited for um, the monthly meditation sessions that we're offering. I think that is going to be an amazing addition, especially for the mental health of our founders and entrepreneurs. 
And I'm also really looking forward to how tailored the sessions are going to be. Um, it allows entrepreneurs at different stages, as Amanda was saying, um, at different stages of their business to really um, learn and grow their businesses because each stage is going to be tailored to where your business is at. So if you are in the startup phase, you can go to a session that is tailored to you. Or if you are in the growth stage, you can go to a session that's tailored to you. So I'm really looking forward to how the founders um, are going to be able to really learn and take away from the sessions that we're planning. Yeah, those are all great points. And I think like the only thing I can add to that is we are bringing back a lot of things that people love. And we've also been listening into, you know, and tuning into what people want to see more of and doing that as well. So on one hand, we're bringing back, you know, of course, the community dynamics stronger than ever. You know, when you become a, a Founders Fund member, every founder has access to every other member within our community um, to connect with them directly in our internal uh, you know, directory system. On top of that, we're bringing back like the daily round tables again. And I can, just can't even think of a time better than ever to have daily standups in the middle of, you know, an isolating pandemic, right? It's already isolating enough being an entrepreneur, but I feel like it's, it's amplified even more now. So we're bringing back those daily round tables where you can come as you are and just connect and say how you're doing, what's on your mind, uh, creative problem solve with peers that, you know, might have experience to help uh, guide you. Uh, and so that's, that's a big one that I'm excited about. And then in terms of what we've been listening to, which we're going to uh, incorporate a lot more of is one-on-one -on -one mentorship sessions. So that was like a big thing that came up a lot with our members. Um, so we are now bringing in one-on-one -on -one sessions. So you can, you know, choose from a sign-up list of experienced mentors that you can share your questions with ahead of time uh, and have, you know, 30 minutes to just chat with them one-on-one -on -one to answer a lot of your burning questions. So I think that's pretty exciting too. And then the last thing that's my favorite, because obviously we're seeing a huge increase in e-commerce businesses uh, or even any business rather that's being pushed online, whether they're in the service industry or product industry or somewhere in between um, is a site audit, you know, and just to have somebody with fresh eyes, look at your business and identify blind spots on areas of user experience that maybe could be a bit more clear. Um, that's really exciting. And so we're going to have some, you know, low key e-commerce experts uh, giving feedback on, on everyone's website. So I think it's a huge, huge value. Okay, so that's going to be like where we're going in directions of programming. We're all really excited for it. Sheena, I would love for you to talk about our funding a bit since that's where this whole thing started. Yeah, absolutely. And so just for anyone who's listening, who's not aware of how our funding model works, it's this really, at least in my experience, cool idea that I haven't seen before Founders Fund, where it's this idea of investing in yourself while investing in women. So while you invest in your own membership and become a member and access, you know, the different resources that we've just talked about, um, half of your membership fee goes directly into a funding pool that every member gets to exclusively apply for in the spring, which is really cool because we're bringing this idea of investing in other women-owned businesses uh, to a whole other level in a very accessible, approachable, and hugely impactful way. So that I'm excited about. That kicks off in the spring. And basically, we then have our selection committee go through uh, all the applications. And our selection committee are a combination of established and successful entrepreneurs or C-level executives in uh, bigger corporations. And they anonymously go through the applications. And my favorite part about the whole funding process is that they have the grueling task of not only grading every application, but giving 
feedback on every single application. If you want to talk about everyone winning, like everyone wins because as if you're getting just, you know, fresh eyes on your business and validating some of the things that you're doing well or pointing out blind spots or areas of opportunity or growth. And if that can help elevate your business, even just 1%, that's huge, right? And so, you know, I think that that's super unique about what we provide at Founders Fund. It's not just some funding application that you submit and hope for the best and it goes into the abyss and, you know, who knows who's looking at it or if you'll even hear from anyone, you will hear from, you know, our selection committee and you will get feedback. And I think that that's a, a super exciting um, feature and a very unique feature. And uh, then we announced those finalists, I believe in the summer, uh, you can correct me on timelines. Yeah, we're going to keep the same timeline. So those will be announced likely in August. It depends on the selection committee process a little bit because it depends if we have ties and things like that. But we will stick to what we did last year and have funding announced in August. Thanks, Amanda. And yeah, in addition to that, so that's our member exclusive funding. However, in addition to that, we have our supplementary funds. And these are established businesses that want to, again, pay it forward uh, by also providing funding opportunities beyond for just our members. So for our, we, we refer to them as like our, our extended community for everyone, for the general public of women identifying entrepreneurs. And um, they're often uh, in different themes. So for example, we had an incredible partnership with Encircled, a sustainable fashion clothing company who generously sponsored a $5,000 fund exclusively for impact focused businesses to apply for. And then we had our legacy fund with Henry of Pelham, where uh, any woman owned business that was really focusing on building a legacy and community could apply for. Uh, and then most recently, our small business boss fund, which is uh, with, with Maggie, and she basically, you know, sponsored this fund exclusively for service-based businesses because she felt that there's a huge gap in the way that uh, service-based businesses are under-supported. And so, you know, in addition to the member exclusive funding, there's also you'll get regular updates about supplemental funding in your inbox as well. And I also just want to point out for those of you that aren't familiar with our funding, those of you listening, our funding is fully accessible. And what we mean when we say accessible and barrier free is it's non-repayable. You don't have to pay back a cent. We don't ask you what you're going to do with it. Like we may ask actually, but you're, you're not held to spending it on anything particular. I always tell funding recipients, you know what's best for your business. So spend it on where you think is the most valuable. Um, so this is one of the only fundings that I've ever seen where it's easy to apply to. Applications take under an hour. There's support sessions and teams, our team that you can reach out to, to ask questions while you're doing your application so that you feel confident when you submit it. And it's really like no strings attached funding. Like that doesn't exist. And I know from applying for funds, Sheena and Viv, I'm sure you know too, this is really something that um, doesn't exist really outside of Founders Fund. No, and you're absolutely right. Everything else has strings attached. They need you to prove this and prove that and, you know, explain this and explain that. We don't, girl, if you need this money to, you know, run Facebook ads, cool. If you need this money to, you know, pay your rent, that's cool too. Like, we're not here to um, to dictate how you're going to spend your money. If you need it, apply for it. And if and if you if it's applicable to you, then it's yours. And that's it. We just ask that you just say thank you. <laughs> that's one, it. Just say thanks. 
one point you just said, Viv, that is worth repeating. If you need it, apply for it. Please, if you're listening to this, apply for funding. It's something that we see all the time in the community. Everybody needs funds to grow their businesses. But when it comes time to actually apply for funding, we see a lot of people that are a little timid about it. They feel like maybe they don't deserve it or maybe the money would be better with somebody else's business, something a little bit wild like that. It's like if you think that you could use a dollar of this funding, go for it. You deserve big things. Yeah, I just want to add to that. That's one thing that I love about Founders Fund. Um, the funding is accessible to everyone. If you are a woman identified entrepreneur, obviously, but it is accessible to you. If you need the funding, you have the opportunity as you have the equal opportunity to apply for it. And you also have the equal opportunity to receive that funding. So you really have the chance to really take your business from ground zero to where you want it to be through funding, if you win, of course. So that's what I really love about that is that every entrepreneur that needs this money, every woman identified entrepreneur that needs this money has the chance to win. And listen, if you need a pep talk, if you need someone to just shake you, just shake you and and, and show you how great you are and why you're worthy to apply for the money, go back and listen to the Am I Worthy of Greatness episode. That's an episode we did. I We did a couple of episodes ago where... Uh, it was totally off the rack. It, it did not go according to plan. And we ended up talking about whether or not, um, you know, you're worthy of applying for things like this. And that's something that we, you know, that's when that's one of it's the reason why I joined the Founders Fund because of the community and you're speaking with other like minded um entrepreneurs who are going through the exact same thing that you are you know we may be at different stages um you know for people who are in the growth stages they can speak to the people who are in the ide ideation stage and we can say listen yes that's normal to think that way no you're not crazy right that's the beautiful thing about the founders fund is that we're all going through the exact same thing and you know being an entrepreneur especially during the pandemic is one of the loneliest things you can do uh, so this is like, that's why, like, that's why I'm here for, I'm actually here for the community. I'm here to be able to bounce my ideas off someone to speak to people who know more than me, right? It's always best to be in rooms where there are people smarter than you. Uh, that's how you grow as an entrepreneur. It's how you grow as a person. Uh, so that's, that's the, I can't say enough. I mean, I've been here for since the get-go. And, um, you know, and it's the reason why I started is because I didn't, I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years. I've been in e-commerce for eight years and there was nothing like this when I was starting my business. So uh, if you've been hesitant, if you've been thinking, get off the fence, girl, come join us. We, you can sit with us. We cool. You cool. We cool. <laughs> I love that. All right, guys, we're going to get into a special section of this special episode. Uh, we're going to talk about some community submitted questions. And when I say community, I mean like our extended community. These aren't just from current members, but these are for people just curious about the Founders Fund as well. So our first community submitted question is, who is Founders Fund for? Is it right for me? How will I know? Viv, do you want to take this one away? It's for you. You, you, you who are listening right now. Do you, are you a women identifying founder? Because if, if you are and you need some money, that's, that's, that's who we're for. If you need some money, if you need community, if you need any kind of growth tool to up-level your business, if you're looking at your business right now and you're like, this is great, but it could be amazing, or maybe this isn't so great and it could be really great, come join us. We've got everything you need from like 
tools, funding, community, we've got it all. That's what Founders Fund is meant to do to elevate yourself as a leader and your business. It's one beautiful big package. Yeah. And I'm going to take it to another angle where, you know, I, so many entrepreneurs at early stage that care about social impact are often overwhelmed at like, how can I start giving back? I'm so small. This is the way to do that, right? This is like a small step in the right direction to become purpose-driven as an entrepreneur and as a company, because with your Founders Fund membership, again, it's not just about investing in yourself and your business, but you are investing in funding opportunities for other women as well. And so if you're looking at ways to carve out your social impact strategy in 2021, a Founders Fund membership might be a step in the right direction for that. Also, I will be hosting many sessions on social purpose strategy. So join us for that because I love those sessions. Um, okay, question number two, uh, how long is the program? So this is a very logical question. Uh, so the program starts in January, January 11th, and it runs until the end of June. However, our supplementary funds, so that funding that Sheena was talking about earlier, where those, they're those small community driven funds, those will be available all throughout the year, kind of as they come up. So we're going to do as many of them as possible. Our goal is to get as much money into the hands of women founders as possible. Um, we will always have all of our mentor sessions recorded so that you can access them at any time. So if you join Founders Fund today and you're a new member, you get access to all of our 2020 recordings. And I also send out curated lists of like collections of the best of 2020. So if you were to join today, that's what you'd get, but you will always get all of our sessions all recorded so that you can watch them at any time, even beyond that six month time frame. All right, and our next question, another very logical one, because this is from logical business people. How much does the program cost? Sheena, do you wanna talk about this in our pricing breakdown? Yeah, absolutely. So a membership is $450. And again, you know, reminder, half of that is going directly into the programming costs, which bring this program uh, to life in the first place. And then the other half goes directly into that funding. And I think you made a good point that even though our uh, mentorship sessions and our programming is intended to be six months long, with your membership, you actually get a full year access to all of those resources because all of those mentorship sessions will be recorded and we will have regular uh, updates for you in your inbox and all sorts of funding opportunities throughout the year. But yeah, in short, it's a $450 investment. Girl, that is $1.23 a day. Like, yeah, you can't even buy anything at dollar store with that $1.23. No, and I look how much, look how Go much ahead. you're getting with this. Totally. And I think if you break it down to monthly, it's like less than 19 bucks a month for the year. And uh, I always, you know, t tell women who are sitting on the fence, like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a big purchase, especially like this time of year or whatever the case might be for them individually. But I always like to say, you know what, if you get a membership and you talk to one mentor or you have one aha moment in one session that saves you a $450 mistake at some point, or gives you all of a sudden an opportunity to explore a new path for your business, whatever that might look like, then that membership has just paid for itself in that singular moment. So I think it's really important to think, you know, big picture and in, in, in long-term when it comes to- It's an investment um, in yourself. Totally. It's an investment in yourself and in your growth and in your resources and in your network. The amount of lives, uh, you know, we've touched and we've changed just in, you know, doing this has just been amazing. Why can't that be you? It should be you. Why not you? 
Okay, and our final question for our community submitted questions. And please, if you're listening to this and you have more questions, email us at hello at foundersfund.ca. We are happy to connect with you. But our final question for the podcast episode is, what is the structure of the accelerator program? How many hours do I need to commit to this? So this is a great question because entrepreneurs, especially if you're in a startup or early stage, you don't have like any time. And it's hard sometimes to balance the things that need your immediate attention versus actually growing yourself and the business. Um, So we've made this really easy. So I would say you need two hours a week tops, but those can be done whenever you'd like. So when I say two hours, I'm talking about the one core programming session that you will have every week that's specific to your growth stage. And that will be again on operations, finance, legal, and marketing. And then the supplementary session. Supplementary sessions will always happen on Monday. Um, Growth stage, we're going to have it at the same time on the same day of the week. So it's really easy for you. But again, these are all recorded. So if you don't have time that week, something crazy is happening, or you just need to focus on other areas of your business, that's fine. It's all recorded. You can do it nights, weekends, whatever you need to do. Yeah, I love that. And ultimately, this is about getting what you want out of it. There's no uh, requirement to attend every single session. Obviously, the sessions that you are curated for your stage of growth, you should attend if you can. Um, But ultimately, if there are just certain ones that you want to attend strategically, uh, for whatever reason, by all means, you know, choose your own adventure. Okay, final round. Okay, final round of questions. So I want to hear from each of you. What do you, what are you looking forward to in 2021 uh, for yourself and for Founders Fund? I'm going to start with Sheena. In my deep thinking moment, boundaries is what's coming to mind (laughs) more than anything. I think that's something that has taught a lot of us in COVID. I think pre-COVID, we were, I can only speak for myself, but I felt like many of us were just running around to the next thing, right? Like the next opportunity, the next networking event the next conference, the next whatever was child's birthday party that you barely know. (laughs) In my case, it seems like there are so many kids that are having birthdays all the time. But anyway, um, I think COVID has taught me to really take a moment to pause and reflect on where I've been racing to and and how I'm spending my time uh, intentionally. And so that is just something I'm looking forward to doing more of in in 2021 is, is keeping those boundaries strong and um, you know, focusing on my, my inner circle, which includes my family, my friends, my health, uh, in my business first and foremost. And so I, I'm, I'm excited about that. And mine is definitely around building. So I spent this past year um, taking a lot of stuff out of my life uh, that wasn't working. And some of that was very painful and took a very long time. Viv knows, Viv coached me through some of it. Thank you for that. Uh, and with Founders Fund too, like I'm very excited to be building in 2021. I feel like we have such a clear vision of how we're going to support this incredible community. And I'm just so excited to be building it every step of the way. So building is my big thing for 2021. And Chizoba, what about you? I would say I want everyone to feel supported in 2021. I know that 2020 has been a pretty tough year for a lot of people. And I just want everyone going into 2021 with whatever goals and dreams they have to feel like they are going to be supported 100%. And, you know, I want the same for myself. I want everyone to feel like 2021 is going to be their year, period, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and I'd say for me, 2021 is going to be the year of just why not me? Just go for it. 
Um, you know, and it's, it can be as small as, you know what, I'm going to, you know, get up and put on my shoes and go for a walk, or I'm going to get out of bed, or it can be as big as I'm going to go for that fund. Uh, you know, I don't know if my business is right for it, but I'm going to go for it anyways. And that's what I want to encourage everyone who's listening to do just go for it. Because the least what the worst that could happen is that you get a no. So you know what you get a no cool, dust yourself off and move on and try again. Right. So it's going to be the year of why not me. So yeah, that's all. Well, Viv, thanks for having us. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks, Viv. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us in this special episode and our final one for our first season of Bad for Business. Starting this podcast is much like starting a business. It has been both rewarding and challenging, but we certainly appreciate all the love and support that you've given us. If you like what you heard here, we would love for you to join us as a member in 2021. Sign up for our membership with a special 20% off discount code. Use code BADFORBUSINESS and it's good until December 31st, 2020. If you have any questions, girl, we got answers. If you are on the fence about the Founders Fund or about joining the community, reach out to us. Feel free to email us at hello at foundersfund.ca and Chizoba will be more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. Thank you so much for joining us and wishing you all the best for 2021. I'll see you then.